0: Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next half hour, Rabbi Schneider is going to be explaining how you can fulfill your deepest desires. It may seem strange to think about how we are blessed because someone else rejected Jesus. But today, Rabbi Schneider is going to explain more about the blessings that have been released through God's chosen people, and how we can use these blessings to our advantage through the Holy Spirit. Today's message comes from our study on the mysteries in the Gospel of John. And if you've missed any of the lessons so far, you can catch up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But first, here is Rabbi.
1: We have a phenomenal dialogue going on between Yeshua, Jesus, and this woman at the well. And he tells her that he had water to give her, that if she received it, would become within her a well of living water springing up to eternal life so that she would thirst no more. Today we're gonna to move on. I'm picking up in the 16th verse and we're entering in to a dialogue about God's purpose for the Jewish people in the earth. Hear the word of God. The grass withers and the flowers fade, beloved one, but the word of the Lord abides forever. He said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have correctly said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive you're a prophet. Our fathers worshiped in this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me. An hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. So let's put this in perspective in our own language here. Jesus had just been speaking to this woman about the mysteries of the Spirit, that he had come to give the zoe, the uncreated, The eternal life of the spirit to humankind and he said to her if you ask me i'm going to give you this life and it's going to fulfill the purpose for what you created for it's going to fulfill your deepest desires he said you'll thirst no more now i want you just to consider with me human beings if you think about the primary banner over the life of every human being The primary banner in the natural world over every human being is the word desire. Think about human beings. What motivates us? What gets us out of bed? What gets us going? It's one desire that we look to be fulfilled after the next desire. We're constantly trying to fulfill our desires. And Jesus said to her, listen. He said, if you'll receive this water that I have for you, it's going to fulfill all all your desires this spirit that I want to give you it is the answer to your life and then he says this to her he says woman go call your husband and she said well I have no husband Yeshua said you have said truly you've had five husbands and the man that you're now living with he's not your husband at this point she knew in an instant that she was dealing with somebody supernatural she said sir I perceive you're a prophet Yeshua said you have said rightly I'm a prophet and then the dialogue continues and she brings up the fact that this Yeshua that she was speaking with he was dressed as a Jew and that he was a Jew and she started talking with him about the difference between the way that the Samaritans which she was practiced their religion and the way that the Jewish people practice their religion And she said, well, we Samaritans worship in this mountain. We know that you Jews, you worship in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, woman, an hour is coming and now is where it's neither in this mountain or in that mountain. For the father is looking for those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Look with me once again. Verse 20, our father, she said, worship in this mountain. And you people, meaning the Jewish people, say that you worship in Jerusalem. She said, woman, in verse 21, believe me, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. We really have two different separate phenomenons, beloved ones, going on here. On the one hand, we realize that Yeshua is calling people to worship the Father in the Spirit. It's neither in this mountain where the Samaritans were worshiping or in Jerusalem where true worship takes place. True worship takes place where our spirit, where humankind's spirit meets the Father's spirit Outside of time, outside of space, outside of any material place on the planet, it's spirit. Spirit is above the natural. In other words, Jerusalem is a very, very special sacred place. The Lord is connected to Jerusalem like no place else on the earth. There's something elevated about Israel above all the other geographical places on the planet. I know that for a fact. But on the other hand, there's something even greater than that. You can connect with the Father in the Spirit, whether you're in China, whether you're in Nepal, anywhere on earth, because we connect with the Father in the Spirit and the Spirit is not part of the natural world. So on the one hand, Yeshua is going to be teaching us about true intimacy with the Father takes place not in a specific material location you don't have to go to this spot on the earth or that spot on the earth to enter into the most intimate place with the father because it doesn't happen in a natural geographical setting it happens supernaturally in the spirit outside of time and outside of space but then there's something that seems to be opposite of this going on in the conversation because Jesus begins to speak about the fact that the revelation of the father takes place and is released to the world through the physical descendants. So now we're back in time and space. The revelation of the Spirit has taken place and been released to the world through the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that God's revelation has come to you and I through the Jews. So let's look once again back at the text. In verse 22, Yeshua says, You worship, he's speaking to the Samaritan woman. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. So on the one hand, we walk with God in the spirit. It's about time, space, any material thing. And on the other hand, the Jewish people are a people that are physical, the physical lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that's where Revelation has come from. So I wanna hit on both of those.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Rabbi will be right back. So please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. Discovering the Jewish Jesus could not accomplish its mission without partners like you. Together, we are preparing men and women for the soon return of Jesus. So please stop by our website to give a one-time donation or to partner with us on a monthly basis. Through your simple act of generosity, you are making an impact. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now with the conclusion of today's message, here is Rabbi Schneider. I wanna speak
1: first of all about the last verse that we read, about the blessing that has been released to the world through the Jewish people. Now, most of you know this, and in no way am I puffing up myself or wanting to puff up Jewish people in pride. But I think we need to understand the ways of God and how he's revealed himself to the world. And he's revealed himself to humanity, beloved, once again, through the Jews. So Jesus said, we know what we're worshiping, because salvation is from the Jews. In other words, for hundreds and hundreds of years, almost 2,000 years, the church has tried to know Father God without going through the revelation that he's given the Jewish people. They've tried to actually cut the Jewish people out of a relationship with God. It's called replacement theology. The church began to teach, you know what? The Pharisees and the Jewish leaders rejected Jesus. Most Jewish people today don't believe in Jesus. Therefore, God has rejected the Jewish people they've taught. And the promises that once were given to the Jewish people now have been taken away because of the Jewish people's rejection of Jesus. And those promises now belong to us, the Gentile church. And the Gentile church, in fact, began to look down on anything Jewish. That's why so many different days in a church's calendar distance themselves from the Jewish holy days. For example, the church distanced the celebration of Passover by calling Passover Easter. In reality, It was Passover that the early church fathers celebrated. They called it Passover. It was only later, you'll find, that in the translations of our Bible, the word Passover, Pesach, was literally changed to Easter because they wanted to distance themselves from things Jewish. For example, during the Spanish Inquisition, they were forcing Jews to give up all their Jewish practices And to embrace Jesus, but they taught in order for you to embrace Jesus, you have to no longer identify with anything that God gave you through the Hebrew Bible, through the Tanakh. That's all done away with. It's all gone. It's not relevant anymore. Get rid of that. You just follow Jesus now and be like us. There's been this anti-Semitic religious spirit in the Christian culture for almost 2,000 years. So today, many, many Christian people, they don't understand that our faith came to them through the Jewish people. They don't understand how the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, and the New Testament connect together. They don't understand how Jesus is the King of the Jews. They don't understand that the culmination of the plan of salvation will result when Jesus returns and Jewish people see him and look upon him whom they pierced. They've discounted the Jewish people And the role that Jewish people play in God's redemptive plan. But not so with Jesus. Not so with Paul. Not so with the writers of the New Testament. They realized that God had and still has a special relationship with the Jewish people. Paul said concerning the Jews that the gift and call of God in their life is irrevocable. And so I want you to appreciate the fact, beloved, that Jewish people have been the couriers of God's revelation into the earth. The Hebrew Bible came to us through the Jewish people. The Brit Shah, the New Testament writers, were all Jewish. Yeshua, Jesus himself, came to the world clothed in the humanity of Jewish flesh. He died on the cross with a sign above his head that said, Jesus, Yeshua of Nazareth, king of the Jews, as he hung on the cross. He sits in heaven right now, according to the book of Revelation chapter 5, as the lion from the tribe of Judah, from where we get the word Jews, Jews coming out of the word Judah. And when we get to heaven, we're going to meet, listen now, Jesus who describes himself there at the end of the book of Revelation as the offspring of David. And then finally, those of us that enter into the New Jerusalem, the heavenly city, there's 12 gates there, and the 12 gates are inscribed with the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. So, beloved, your faith is a very Jewish thing, and it's important for you to embrace that, to love that, and even to bless the Jewish people for all they've done for you. You see, Paul warned us in the book of Romans that Gentiles should not be arrogant against the Jewish people because everything that they've received has come to them from the Jewish people. And we should honor those to whom honor is due. Zechariah told us in the eighth chapter of his prophetic book that at the end of the days, ten men from all nations... We'll take a hold of the garment of a Jew and say, we want to go with you for we know that God's with you. In fact, we see when we travel around the world to places like Africa, there's such an expectation when I come because I'm a Jewish believer in Jesus and they've never met a Jewish believer in Jesus before and they realize that to meet a Jewish believer in Jesus is a fulfillment of end times prophecy that's taking place on the earth before Jesus' return. They have such a high expectation that they're gonna receive something special and supernatural from God because a Jew is preaching the gospel to them that we see blind eyes eyes being opened, people with deaf ears beginning to hear, people to run forward, running forward to receive salvation by the thousands at a time. You see, Paul told us in the book of Romans, beloved one, that he said, speaking to the Gentile church, he said, if you were blessed when the Jews rejected the gospel, now how were Gentiles blessed when the Jews rejected the gospel? Because Paul, who was the primary writer of the New Testament and the primary first missionary of the church, He started out, when Jesus appeared to him, going to his Jewish brothers about the message that he received. He started out going to Jerusalem, going to the temple to share the revelation he'd received about Yeshua. But when he was in Jerusalem, the Lord appeared to him and spoke to him. And he said, Shaul, Paul, they're not going to receive your testimony here. My Jewish people here will not listen to you. I'm sending you far away, Paul, to the Gentiles, Well, they'll receive the word that I've given you. And so as a result of the Jewish people not being willing to receive the message from Paul, Paul was sent to the Gentiles. And as a result of that, the gospels eventually trickled down to you. It spread through the whole world. Why? Because the Jews rejected. And as a result of their rejection, the gospel was brought to the Gentile world. So if you were blessed because the Jews rejected Jesus and it came to you because of that, Paul said this, He said, how much more will you be blessed when Jews come to faith? It's going to be life from the dead for you. You were blessed when they were rejected, when Jewish people receive it, Paul said. When they receive Jesus, it's going to be such a blessing to you. It's going to give life to you that can only be compared as something that is a small trickle of being raised from the dead. Paul writes that in the book of Romans. And so Jesus said, salvation Is from the Jews there's a supernatural call upon the Jewish people and when a Jew comes to faith there's something very special that comes forth from that Jewish believers life that can be a blessing to those that will receive it beloved when you look around the world today it's easy for a thinking person to see once they analyze, there's something special about the Jewish people. You look at the amount of medical breakthroughs that have come into the world through Jewish people, the amount of inventions that have come through Jewish people, the amount of Nobel prizes that have been awarded to Jewish people. When you look at the small numbers of Jewish people that live upon the earth, less than one half of 1% of the world's population are Jewish, But you compare that small, almost insignificant number to the amount of impact they had, and it's entirely disproportional. What does that tell us? There's something special about the Jew. Mark Twain said, all these other people groups have come and gone, but the Jew is immortal. Of course, that's an exaggeration, but he was just marveling at the fact how Different people groups, the Babylonians, all these different empires have come and gone, but here are the Jews today, so small in number, they still remain, still having impact in the earth. Let's not forget the Jewish people. The Lord told us he'll bless those that bless the Jewish people, but he'll curse those that curse the Jewish people. When there's a mass of Jewish people, beloved ones, that come to faith in the world and they call upon Jesus to return, that's gonna usher in his return. That's why ministries like Discovering the Jewish Jesus and others like mine are important. We're bringing the gospel, beloved, to Jewish people to help them understand that believing in Yeshua is truly the most Jewish thing that a Jew could ever do. I realize the message is not popular and I realize the majority will not receive it. But God's people have always been a remnant from the very beginning and will be so even to the end. And beloved, his chosen people are not just from amongst Jews only, but from among Gentiles, from every tribe, tongue, and nation.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and this is the daily teaching program of Rabbi Schneider. Well, today's message is an important one because while it may not be popular, we all need to hear the truth and to let it permeate all areas of our lives. It's also important because there have been some amazing blessings that have come from the Jewish people, and we certainly owe them a debt of gratitude. And if today's message has you wondering how you can be a blessing to the people around you and even to those who you may not meet on this side of eternity, then please consider partnering with us. Rabbi has more to say on that topic. So let's join him right now.
1: The greatest gift, beloved, that you could ever give somebody is to lead them to Yeshua, to Jesus. With your continued financial support, I am reaching 99% of homes in Israel that have television sets. In the book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 25 through 27, Paul shared how the Macedonian church, which were Gentiles, gave him a love gift to help him reach the saints in Jerusalem. You are doing the same thing today conceptually. You're allowing me to help people in Jerusalem by broadcasting the gospel, beloved, into all of Israel. I want you to know, every dollar that you give of your money with the right heart towards the spreading of the gospel, it will be rewarded at Jesus' return. I believe that as things get more difficult on planet Earth, more Jewish people will receive the Lord. Will you help me reach them?
0: To give a one-time gift today, call us at 800-777-7835. Or you can partner with us monthly when you sign up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also give a donation when you send your check in the mail to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777 Blissfield, Michigan 49228 and as our way of saying thank you for your generous financial gift we'll send you our most recent newsletter and it's filled with Rabbi's teachings and special insights and updates from places all over the world and we'll also send a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's message of the month which is available as an online download too. You know, when we dive into the scriptures, we learn so much about the roots and the heritage of our faith. And through Rabbi's authentic and uncompromising teaching, we gain valuable insights into how the Old and New Testaments connect. As Rabbi says, like a hand in a glove. So if you're looking for ways to take your study of today's topic further, then check out all of our Messianic content online. These resources, they'll help you build a strong foundation in Messiah day by day. You can find these great resources and books online when you visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And make sure to click Ways to Watch so you can find out all the ways that you can connect with Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Now, here's Rabbi Schneider to wrap up today's message titled, Fulfill Your Deepest Desires with a Special Blessing.
1: What I love about the ironic blessing is that it did not originate with man. The words actually proceeded from the very essence of God Himself. The blessing comes from the book of Numbers, chapter 6. So listen to these words and receive the blessing of the Lord into your life today. <speaking in Hebrew> Yah Yahweh Panavelle Khan Vikhuna Khan Isa Yahweh Panavelle Khan Veasem Lecha
0: I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shares some tips for helping us communicate more deeply with God. Learn more Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.